This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday next hour. Eric Eager of Pro Football Focus, and uh, we got to start diving into giving props for division around. And we had a, per- a person, a winner, Stacy, go 10 a person. for 10. <laughs> a person, like, a winner. I'm not 100% sure, male uh, or female. Well, we were told it was a woman named Stacy, and we gra- congratulated her yesterday. 10 for 10 uh, in the first round. So, awesome. We'll get to all that coming up next hour. Right now, though, we have to go off the board with Aaron Hawksworth. It's time for Aaron Hawksworth to take us off the board on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Today's off the board is truly brought to you by the Cowboys Collapse. If you are a Cowboys fan, you may want to cover your ears because this is filled with things that don't make the organization look too good. So, number one, um, we were talking about Dak, you know, uh, the other day. He was reacting to a question he was asked post-game about fans throwing things at refs. And he said, you know, basically that he liked it. He was all for that. Um, Well, Joji said it. He's going to have to apologize. The NBA refs also condemned Dak, saying that, as a leader in the NFL community that he should not be promoting this type of thing. Refs could get injured. It's violent. So of course, Dak apologizes, not shocking, but uh, he said he got caught up in the emotion um, and that, you know, what he said was not um, appropriate. Basically, you know, Um, He, his exact words are, you know, I hold the NFL officials in the highest regard and have always respected their professionalism and the difficulty of their jobs, the safety of everyone who attends a game or participates on the field of a sporting event is a very serious matter. So um, he apologized. Um, I did think it was interesting, though, that Stephen Jones um, went on the radio and was also asked about it. And he says, this is not the way I see our fans. I think we're a class act. Because the next story that I want well, to What's tell he you supposed about, to say? <laughs> I know. There was a fan who punched his TV after the Cowboys lost, then pulled a gun out and started shooting his TV. Wait, was, so this, you think, was there a video of this? Or was yes, this just some, there's, video, there's video. There's no way it was a setup. There's no way they did this to go viral, right? I, I can't. I hate this world we live in. <laughs> it's crazy. But talk about violence. Like, that's just yeah. unnecessary right there. If wow. we were to rank the dumb things, 
the, the play call to try to run when you have no timeouts left. Dak Prescott saying it's okay to throw things at referees or the idiot that broke his own TV and shot in his own house. How would you rank those? Okay, the guy that shot his own TV, that was for his 15 minutes of fame. Okay. So it's pretty, he's probably going to throw it out anyways. <laughs> yeah, let's – okay, you, it's like the people that have, uh, light the jerseys on fire. I can't right. – yeah. I have no time for these people. Um, the – oh, the Kellen Moore of everything. Kellen Moore slash McCarthy. He's so the head McCarthy, coach. McCarthy, Moore, or the dumbest of, of the – Yeah, of the yeah. Yeah. Then would you put uh, would you put Dak next for telling fans it's okay to throw things at the at the referees, or would you put the idiot who shot his own TV next? Then I'd put then I'd put Dak, but I'd also loosely say that Dak apologized because this was a tweet. It was four. I'd I'd love odds. Who scripted this tweet? Like, was this a notes that was sent to him? Copy and paste this and send it out yes, on your Twitter account? Absolutely. Or a PR person? Right. Exactly. So. He gave the okay for someone to tweet from his account, but he's not sorry. He's not sorry. He doesn't like the negative backlash that he received for a couple of days. But now he, he's not. Yeah, sorry. the fact that also you wait like three days to apologize it makes it even more obvious how forced this was by the organization. Didn't that um, just been natural as soon as I said it? Like, hey, I just told fans, cool, you threw things at referees. Maybe maybe walk that one back right away, Deck. No, it took him a couple of days. Yeah, they're all maybe, morons. Maybe That's throw something at your offensive coordinator. Maybe throw something yeah. at your uh, head coach. <laughs> Just idiots, <laughs> all of them. I'm, I'm dying because Lombardi, who joins us every Monday, I was listening to his podcast, and he started ripping on McCarthy. He loves ripping on Cowboys head coaches. It's so much yes. fun. It used to be the clapper, the clapper with Garrett. Yep. And then he, he said, McCarthy, what's he doing? He's walking around like he, he's on the beat. He's a beat cop. Is he doing any coaching? I'm just thinking of him in the big jacket with his hands in his pocket all game. I love it. So this there's a picture that is absolutely amazing. Trent Williams after the Niners beat the Cowboys in the photo um, you see some Cowboys fans flicking Trent off and Trent's just pointing back at them like ha 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 we won jokes on you guys it's the best photo it's everyone's tweeting it right now um, and, and writing their own captions for it obviously Trent played in Washington I'm sure he hates Cowboys fans just from spending time here I'm sure there's no love there in Trent Williams so that's not, a, that's not a fan base I would do that to like I would be worried that they would pull out a shotgun I'd be very concerned like Philadelphia I have no interest Joe G is that is that overplayed by people outside of Philadelphia how how crude the fan base can be yeah I mean I think if I think you would hear vulgar and crude things, but I, I, it's very rare that like anyone would throw anything. I think that stuff is overblown. Like, I, like that doesn't happen. I mean, that that's just over the top. Like last year, Russell Wilson got some popcorn. Russell Westbrook got some popcorn thrown on him. That became a big thing for a couple of weeks. But like, there's no violence. Like the violent stuff is. So you would tell someone it's okay to wear a jersey to the link, an opposing jersey to the link, because I would no, not. No, well, that that Joe, I think Joe was referencing like Trent Williams pointing at a. a an opponent like oh like a player I wouldn't do that yeah. I wouldn't do that in almost any NFL stadium except for LA the opposing yeah. jersey yeah yeah it's I a bad idea that. in Philadelphia I Mike mean, Scott yeah. who used to play for the Sixers <laughs> when he was when he was on the Sixers 
went to a, a, a Washington football team Eagles game because he's from Washington. He's from the D.C. area originally. So Mike Scott is a football team fan. The, people in the, in the crowd didn't know it was Mike Scott. They were like throwing things at an NBA player who's like 6'9". <laughs> so, yeah, don't wear they don't, uh, care. don't wear opposing jerseys. That's a bad Yeah, thing. and wasn't there – there was a – yeah, the L.A. – the it was the Dodgers where there was a death, right? Oh, the Giants-Dodgers, um, so, the fans, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was terrible. Um, and why isn't anyone talking about the Bills fans that threw the dildo on the field? I mean, <laughs> they are Cowboys fans are in trouble and the Bills fans are throwing dildos on the field? Like, come on. How come nobody's <laughs> calling these fans out for being ridiculous? Well, someone had to, and I'm glad we just did. They are a different group up in buffalo between the tables and, and, and all of that like, that could have hurt somebody yeah. <laughs> come on come on i don't want to get fired but geez i want to say so much <laughs> hey that's why the they call everyone. it off the board yeah exactly Hey, if you're in a stadium where they're throwing dildos and batteries, like you put the two together, you're good to oh go. My God. <laughs> so here's the question. Wow. Are we rooting Bengals bills so we get one more game in Buffalo just so we can have more of this? Could you imagine if the bills win the AFC championship in Buffalo? That old field's going to be littered with. <laughs> no, <we> stop. <laughs> with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, stop. let's go, Bills. You know, we need we need <laughs> Everyone, every player that ever has played for the Bills, when you ask them about the fans, they just go over the top about how great it was there and how much they love the fans. I don't hear it. You get the pandering from every athlete when after the game, the, the on-field mic, how about these fans? And, of course, you've got to say nice things. But um, Bills players, 30 years later, they're always talking about how great it was uh, just hanging out or drinking with the fans sometimes after games. It's probably not a lot to do in Buffalo, so. <laughs> wow. We are live in Buffalo. We love you guys. <laughs> great fan base. Passionate. I love it. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Root for the Every Bills. Thursday. That's what yes. you got to do. Thank you for listening. Uh, WWKB 1520. In... in... <laughs> The least shocking news of this segment. Pete Rose has a gambling podcast. So would you listen for his picks? No. I mean, obviously. <laughs> you know, I'm actually shocked that Pete just launched a podcast. Like, where's he been? How well, old is he now? Oh, Pete's old. Yeah, Pete's, I mean, Pete's, Pete's sitting outside a casino somewhere signing memorabilia. You know where Pete is. It's been He's a hard life, a right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, well, it's, it's, it's his own fault. Oh man, he was eighty. I didn't realize he was eighty though. Okay, it fits actually. Because every time I see him, I'm like God, he's he's been through a lot there, but he's eighty. Yeah, I, I mean, he's just—is he not the most delusional sports figure of our lifetime? Like he just never has acknowledged. Pete, this is all your fault. <laughs> like this is on you, buddy. I'll and never the fact forget you the now at eighty moment. years old launch a 
gambling podcast. It's like, come on. <laughs> well, somebody finally was willing to pay him, right? I had assumed well, that's what it is. I didn't see the story. But hasn't yeah, that been the, his story for 35 years now? Someone is willing to give him money for something, he will do it. I mean, that's, that's Beat Rose. And really quick, before we wrap things up, I wanted to follow up on the NFL playoff team draft we did last week um, based on the Super Bowl future. So, Joe G, you've got the Chiefs, Bills, Rams left, Cardinals eliminated. Jake stole the Cowboys from me, which was a gift. Mm, Thank you, Jake. Joe O, you've got the Niners, Titans, Raiders, Eagles were eliminated. Paul has the Bengals. And then I've got Packers and Bucks. Pats and Steelers, bye-bye. I don't have them anymore. I think Joe G's in the best spot because he's definitely, you have the Chiefs-Bills winner in the AFC right. title game, and the Rams have a shot, especially if Wirfs is out. They could pull off the upset there. So uh, you could have a couple of teams left. Aaron in good spot. She's likely to have the NFC representative. The yeah. yeah, she probably will. So we'll see how that plays out. We'll keep everyone updated. All right, coming up, we got a big 10 o'clock hour coming at you. Giving props. We'll tell you what the props are for BetQL's giving props for the division round weekend. Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, in about 20 or so minutes. And on the other side, we have to dive in. A little, we love our drafts here. We're going to have a draft of the coach-quarterback combinations left in the NFL playoffs. I'm excited for this. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, presented as always by Fan Duel Sportsbook right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.